Welcome to the Memberships Mastermind Podcast, the podcast that helps you create a profitable membership that serves you and your family. Hi, we're Paul and Melissa Pruitt, and we help online entrepreneurs build, launch, and grow their memberships. Each month, we host two live Memberships Mastermind Zoom calls, where we coach and collaborate with other membership site owners all over the world. On each podcast episode, we bring you one question that the Mastermind worked through. You'll get ideas and strategies that you can start implementing right away. So if you're ready to fill in the gaps in your business, decrease overwhelm, and finally get all the answers on your membership that you've been looking for, let's dive in. Welcome Welcome to to the the Memberships Memberships Mastermind Mastermind Podcast. All right, so let me call on Meg next. So my question is, I was at a a BNI meeting this week and someone made a really good recommendation to me. I was telling them that I looked at Noom and some of my clients were saying to me, you know, I tried Noom and you can't get a hold of anyone. And I was paying 60 bucks a month. And so it just wasn't worth it. And that's why I looked up, you know, finding a nutritionist. But then someone at BNI said to me today, you know what Noom does, don't you? And I said, no, what? They said, they offer them like, it's like $60 a month, but it's like $450 for the whole year. Is anybody doing that in memberships? I've seen it done in other things, but so I know Noom is doing it. Is that something that you guys would recommend to do or not do in a membership? So going from a monthly option to a one-year option? Yeah. So let's open that up. Does anybody do that and or do they belong to a membership that you're doing a one-year option versus a a monthly. Ah, Laura, go ahead. So the last two launches that I've done for my membership, I added in the full pay option versus the month. And that's how every single person bought. Wow. And I resisted it for years. Wow. Who knew? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. So Laura, I'll tell you, you need to up your, your price. (laughs) I do. I do. When you say 100% of people took the annual, that means there was too good of a deal there. So you could, you, you need a little percentage there. <laughs> so you, you probably left some money on the table. Uh, um, let's let's go over to uh, Lisa. Thanks, Laura. Yeah, I was going to say that with ours, we did a founding members launch and we offered three. So you can join monthly, you can join yearly, and then we actually had a lifetime. Now, we're never doing a lifetime again. <laughs> lesson learned. We had only a couple of people take us up on it. So it's not the end of the world. We had a number that did lifetime. And then we have some that are doing monthly. And it's kind of nice financially, because it gave us an influx of cash. Those that bought, like I said, lifetime, don't do that though. And the people that joined yearly was nice as well, because again, an influx of cash. But then now to have this reoccurring amount every month has been really nice. Now, unfortunately, it's not enough. But it gives me hope that we can, you know, have a good mix of both of those. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely recommend it because there's going to be people that can't afford the yearly amount. But when you break it down into something smaller, it gives it to them in easier bite size pricing. So that's what I would recommend. Thank you, Lisa. And let's go over to Sarah. Hi there. Yeah, I do the same. I can't tell you the exact figures of how many sign up annually and how many monthly for me it's more monthly than annually like the last lady said it's a really lovely influx of a bit more money coming in in each launch but then the recurring is great so I would say it was probably if I get 60 new members in a launch then probably 
five or six of them will take the annual option. So that gives an idea of the amount. Yeah. Excellent. Wow. It really varies among everybody. So I'll just let Paul and Melissa speak. Okay. I think it's good to give people options. I mean, just at the end of the day, it's it's good to give people options. Um, kind of like what Laura was saying, like she didn't have that option before. And you just never know where people are financially. And also too, some people, they appreciate the monthly because that's something that they can plan for. Some people, if they have just like the extra cash, they don't want to be on a payment plan. They just want to have that option. So I don't think it can hurt to have it as an option. So I'm just going to get different different things to think about with this as well, because we've done this in the past with different memberships that we had. On one end, what is good about it, and it was mentioned, is that you do have this influx that comes in and you need to be very prepared if you have financial commitments that you have ongoing, you need to take that money, put it in a separate bank account and amortize it over the, over the year. Otherwise, you're going to spend all of it and then you're going to be like caught up because we, we were paying for external things and support teams and things. And if you like spend that money like it's golden fingers in the moment, you know, because you have that bump, that extra bump. Now, also what you have is these people sometimes forget that they have a yearly membership with you. <laughs> and when it rebills, you potentially are going to get a lot of emails saying, hey, I want a refund. I don't know what this is. Who are you? Why are you scamming me? You know, because they they might have just tuned out through the year. So that you just need to make sure that you have a processing setup. We actually recommend that you have a pre-email that goes out that makes them aware. Now, if you do a launch and you know you have a like if you are in the launch lifestyle and you are like have a big event and bring a lot of people in and you open up at like one or two times a year, know what that date is. Okay, because you purposely could hold something like an event on the other side of that annual rebuild that is very attractive to the annual people and they have to renew in order to get access to that event. So then what that does, because this is the hard part, is that for all of us, when you get a 30 day payment, what happens is in your mind, psychologically, you rewind back the last 30 days. Did you get an exchange of value? Because we all know if you haven't used something in a while or you haven't made time, you're overwhelmed, you feel behind or whatever, you're going to rewind back the last. You don't care like if you got the major help that totally changed your life three months ago. You're looking at the last 30 days and you're like, okay, am I using this or not? You know, I'd say over the years, not re- not this past year because of what's happening, but we went in and out of having Netflix through the years until we cut the cable type thing. You know, it's like, are we really on Netflix? But now it's like part of our life. <laughs> so, but so in a different sense, though, also is that for some of you, this is going to be a, a income strategy that I want you to look at this differently. Because yes, internally, you'll be like, oh, like some of these, there's a good percentage of these people that are not going to want to rebuild. Okay. But if you, over a period of time, you see that on a monthly end, that your natural lifespan of a member is like seven months, then if you can get 10 months equivalent, because you made a discount on it as an example, you're actually giving yourself a three-month raise by offering the one year. Because if your average person only stays seven months, does that make sense for everyone? So it's like, so if your average churn of a member is like, they only stay seven months anyway, it's like by offering that option, you are just increasing your average lifetime value of a member just by having that annual option because those people would have been gone most likely anyway. 
and you wouldn't have received as much. So, but I will say is that if you're counting on that annual, like if you're like going towards that finish line and you're like, oh, there's like 50 people and they're all going to rebuild the annual. I'm going to have all this big money come in. Don't spend that money when it comes in because some of those people are going to have a shocker. And so, and I'm letting you know, because we've done this for many years, some of them are going to hit you up and say, my mortgage is going to bounce if you don't put that money back in my my account. You know, like they just did not plan for it. They forgot about it. It's like a decision they made a year ago and totally is out of their head. So that's just the only thing if you're doing annuals, I definitely would recommend that, again, you put something that's high perceived value on the other side of that. And also that you you send out a reminder email right before rebills that it'll it'll minimize your chargebacks or minimize your mm-hmm. refund requests on that. So hopefully that that different perspective helps out. If you enjoyed this podcast, then join us on our free live Zoom calls twice a month. You'll get to ask your membership questions and hang out with awesome membership owner peeps. Just sign up to be notified at membershipsmastermind.com.